Hey there, this is Humble Yoke. I'm unpacking ways to learn more about yourself and understanding how you fit in the world because there's room for all of us here. Have you ever felt like you're just bumping around in the dark trying to find the light switch? Maybe even stubbing your toe along the way and stepping on the cat too? I definitely have, and today I'm going to chat with you about exploring what unique offerings you bring to the table. Hey guys, just popping in here really quick to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor Podcasting. That's right, this is exactly what I am using to record this podcast, so let me tell you a little bit about it. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's totally free, and there's even creation tools within it that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It is super convenient, and it is super user-friendly. Anchor will also distribute the podcast for you. If you've ever done research on this, it can be really complicated to get it out there and produce it all by yourself. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and that is also very unheard of. It can be really hard to attract some sponsors. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. Download your free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, guys. Back to the show. I have been on this earth almost 31 years, and over this span of time, I've seen a lot. I've done a lot, too. Some things were good things, and some I'd really rather not recall. I've been mistreated, misunderstood, and misplaced. I've been knocked down, I've been celebrated, and I've been looked over as if I wasn't even occupying space. But all the while, I always had this little voice that acted as an internal compass of sorts. Some may think I'm crazy, while others align with the idea of the Holy Spirit. One thing is for certain, I knew I was saving myself from something, or this voice was guiding me on a different path, but either way, I was being saved from something. I think as we get older, it gets a little harder to hear that quiet whisper. So many things take its place. So many things compete for our attention. The lies that someone told us to believe about ourselves, they're ingrained and we accept them as truth. We forget or maybe just don't know that God says we're chosen. God says we belong. He also says he had intentions for our existence. So why do we accept garbage and leave out the flowers? At some point, you have to let it go. You have to declutter all the trash you've believed about yourself, the rubbish that someone else tried to feed you. People say things to tear someone down out of their own emptiness. We have to begin exploring what God says is true about us. We're all uniquely created with certain giftings for certain seasons, for certain purposes, all according to God's will. If we continue to minimize who we are, we minimize what we believe is true about God. Then we get in hard seasons and we treat him like he's the sweet treat hanging on D5 in the vending machine that will for sure cure the two o'clock slump. 
We've only got one shot at this life, but every day we wake up and see the sun, it's another chance. We should stop hitting the snooze button and leap out of the bed with excitement that it's God's reset for our lives. So what does it look like to explore what you bring to the table? Well, it's doing the work to understand what you have under the hood. The only mechanic for this is God himself. I could observe what makes you light up with joy or hold your hand when your heart is crushed, but this is business for you and God. This is precisely why I love learning about the Enneagram. I read Suzanne Stabile's book, The Road Back to You, and very much aligned with, you guessed it, all of them. (laughs) Yes, we can and will respond the same way to things. But what it did for me was highlight what I align with and provide me with something tangible. It gave me the words I'd searched for for so long. I had words for the broken pieces, and it also gave me a new perspective of myself. I wasn't broken or crazy. I was just different. The Enneagram study gave me a springboard to have a better perspective on not how my personality reacts to life, but the life inside me. It's a beautiful tool that highlights your motivations. This is fixed. It doesn't change no matter what. For the longest time, I was aligning with the wrong number too. I was like walking around in a pair of shoes that just didn't fit quite right. I had to crunch my toes up just a little. I knew this number was part of me, so I kept studying. After two years, I was solid on my belief, and that was that I was the type one, the reform, the reformer or the perfectionist. I really hated to reference this as the perfectionist because I am not that, and I don't think most ones really see themselves that way either. If you look at my car, it usually looks like a dumpster fire, and quite frankly, it shows how much loyalty I have to a certain coffee brand. It's my badge of motherhood and coffee honor, and I will not really apologize for that. However, my brain looks at a room or a situation and sees a million and one things that need to be tweaked. For a while, um, I worked in a job that really brought this type of stuff out of me. I was in an auditing capacity and found that I was really good at it, actually, but it started to drain me. I couldn't shut it off when I was at home, and I had a really hard time leaving it every day. There was just one more document to check and one more spreadsheet to update. The details were making me crazy, and after about a a year of doing this, I got really burned out. The department needed to grow, and meeting after meeting delivered no results and obvious lies. This was the next thing I just couldn't let go of. Honestly, I was way out of line with my quote-unquote reforming arguments, and once my counterpart told me that she was leaving, I knew I couldn't be there by myself. What I took from that job was this. I learned I bring immense value to the table. I'd never believed that before, and I saw that I really needed authenticity in my life. I saw that I liked being in a support role and mentoring people, and I really loved teaching as I was able. 
I learned that my x-ray vision is a tool and can help others because I can pick things apart and break things down for an eternity, but in a healthy season, this is a real asset. Since then, I haven't stopped. I think God brought me in that space so I could finally understand that these corporate leaders were just using my talents with no other motive. I was a tool, but I was worth more than what they believed I was, and I found freedom in accepting that. I see God making these big changes in my life, and sometimes I feel like my head is spinning, but it also seems like I'm feeling the nudge to lean into these pieces he picked out to show me. You have to get in the space of researching yourself. Celebrate where you've come from and all the places you're going to go from this road and you are going to keep walking with your head held high. You have to turn down the noise and take this world with a grain of salt. I think the key to unlocking our greatest potential is taking time to be still. Maybe take some time to just listen to yourself Think and put all of those thoughts on paper. Write down every single thought that flows from you and just keep up the pace. Look at the things you've written. I think you'd be surprised what your subconscious self tells you. Delight in your own shortcomings. After all, it may not be a shortcoming. It may just mean that you're not where you're supposed to be. I understand we have to pay our bills, but we have to be intentional intentional about finding our space. When you feel safe enough to kick off your shoes and stay a while, you've found the right space. Maybe just for a season, but embrace your place. Understand anger is an indicator, not a place of residence. If things in your life just don't look right, listen to the whispers. I love a quote by Dolly Parton, and I love that woman. If you don't like the road you're walking, pave a new one. Are you too scared to have difficult discussions? Are you the reason for the difficult discussion? Let's be honest here. Or do you run from anything uncomfortable? Stay the course, friends. You will find yourself on the other side of it. Just start being intentional to listen to what life is telling you. Lean into what feels natural, not comfortable. Natural. There's a big difference there. Walking forward with intention, God will whisper kind words of affirmation and encouragement. He'll envelop you with a gentle embrace to let you know how fond he is of you. If it feels like you're misplaced, you just might be. Keep walking until he says stop. Explore all your facets, your pain points, what stirs up a righteous anger in you. Where do you find yourself nudging for power? How do you serve others? Do you have a creative medium? What is it that sings the tune of your soul? How do you fit in the crowd? Do people deplete your energy quickly? These are just some questions to ask yourself until our next conversation about exploring what it actually is that you bring to the table. I'm so grateful to have your ear and I hope I can show you my messy and make you feel just a little more comfortable with yours. Even though you can't make out the picture yet, God's painting a masterpiece with you in mind. I hope you found this episode encouraging, and I would be so grateful if you shared it with the folks who may benefit from hearing it too. 
that's it for me, folks. Take care of yourself and be well. I'll see you next time.